When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the latest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. I'm Lance Meadow as we are continuing to break down the 2022 draft class. The Giants had a pair of third-round picks this year, and with their second selection, 81st overall, they took LSU corner Cordell Flott. To get more into Flott and what he'll bring to the Giants, we're joined by a man who coached him for all three of his seasons at LSU as his positional coach. He's now the assistant head coach and cornerbacks coach at Florida. He also played six seasons in the NFL as a corner, including three with the New York football Giants from 1992 to 1994, and that is none other than Corey Raymond. Coach, you got Lance Meadow here on Giants.com. Greatly appreciate the time today. Hope all is well. How's everything on your end? Oh, everything's good, just in that, in that season of recruiting, you know, trying to find another guy like Cornell Flott. Absolutely. The football cycle never ends, as you can attest to. So we certainly appreciate you giving us some time today. And let's start with Flott, because this is a player that you moved around, especially in 2021 at LSU. He has experience at outside corner, slot corner, safety. What about his skill set, Coach, enabled you to have the flexibility to have him assume multiple spots? Yeah, his skill set because of just him being a smart player, that's, that allowed him to be able to do different things. And him being also a uh, smart player. Smart player. He, I mean, he, he picks up defense as well. He understands a lot of different things that's happening out there. I mean, he has, like I say, has great instincts, has the understanding of, of the game. So he has all those attributes that's going to help him. The other thing that jumps out just about his makeup is his length. When it comes to the cornerback position, and that's something that you played on the highest level, why is length so critical, and how does he take advantage of that length? Well, you know, length is not, it makes the quarterback, makes it a harder throw for quarterbacks, you know, having length, that they got, the ball got to be perfect because of just the long arms, the uh, the body position, uh, the different things, that, and also because of, you know, the longer receivers, the taller receivers, but the thing that helps Cordell, he's, he's a, even though he's long and tall, he's a very twitchy guy, so he can play like he's a 5'8 guy. Uh, 5'9 guy because of just his quickness and everything but having that size that makes it even a better attribute being twitchy being a twitchy person well speaking of what you just described in terms of him maybe playing a little bit smaller how beneficial was that in terms of you utilizing him in the slot when he has to go against those smaller shifty wide receivers 
Uh, that's why that was good that he made his hit because of just, the, just because of his quickness and his understanding of the game, understanding the leverages, um, you know, just those things, and also being in the rush field at the same time too. Now, when it comes to the Giants' defense coach Wink Martindale, their new defensive coordinator, based on his principles, what he's run in Baltimore, he relies heavily on classic man-to-man cover corners. It seems as if what you ran at LSU plays right into Cordell Flott's strength. How much of a similarity between what you ran at LSU in terms of putting him in a position where he has to play a lot of man-to-man you think will carry over to what the Giants are going to ask him to do? Well, it, it'll help his his, uh, his maturation at playing playing in the NFL by understanding how to play man. You know, just not relying on his athleticism, but understanding how to play using your leverages, using uh, different types of uh, techniques that you know that he's going to get taught, and you know, or things that he's been taught. Uh, doing all those things that's going to make him be more advanced. You know, because he's had pressure. You know, when you play man coverage, there's a lot of pressure on you, so he's had that pressure being in those moments. Well, and you bring up a great point because when you're in a defense like that, you're essentially left on an island because even if you get the help with the pass rush, you still need to have your assignment. How much is that more maybe mental than physical when it comes to an assignment at playing the cornerback position on the outside like that? Exactly. Very mental um, because it's all about body position. Body position and footwork and eye transition. You know, everything is, is, is all those things that got to go at one time because sometimes you can become a guy, but he can't catch the ball, but you got to better make the tackle. But now in order to make that tackle, you got to have the, the proper footwork. The next thing you have is understanding where your eyes got. You might be on a quarterback, then when your quarterback transition uh, to the receiver, now you got to drive on your receiver. Now you got to understand what angles he's going to break out of and to turn him to make, a, make him make him play himself. Or... You know, him coming in and out, anticipating him coming in and out of his breaks, understanding what to look at when he's coming in and out of his breaks. One of the things that we look at statistic-wise when it comes to evaluating corners is whether or not they were opportunistic. Now, in Cordell Flott's experience, just one interception coach in three seasons. I guess what I'm getting at is why perhaps does that statistic not necessarily tell the whole story in terms of what he could do on the NFL level? more of a press team, if you look at most of your press corners, they're, they're not many big, big interception guys, but you look whenever they get to get off, they get their, you know, get their eyes on the quarterback, and now you see that, because that's what they'll get to do in that defense. Sometimes they'll be pressed, playing, man, and sometimes they'll be off. Now, you'll be able to see more plays where he came from. We were more what the coordinators were liking to do, you know, in the beginning, his first two years, until the last bit of the year. Uh, they were more like one, our guys to the press, being people face, uh, you know, no uh, contest balls, you know, no, I say, they give the quarterback no windows, you know what I'm saying, no free access throws. Don't miss your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giants games and world-class concerts in 2022 as a Giants suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available or place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. Sure. No, that makes 100% sense. And also understanding what it means to be in that position and just make plays and not necessarily get caught up in terms of whether or not you're getting the turnovers brings me to his background and his experience because when he was in high school, Coach, from what I understand, he was a two-way player. He was a wide receiver and a corner, and we've seen, even getting to the NFL level, we've seen players convert 
from wide receiver to cornerback. For example, Trayvon Diggs, who's now with the Dallas Cowboys, was a wide receiver at Alabama and then turned into a very good corner. What I'm getting at is when you have a player who witnessed what football was like on the opposite side, how much better prepared does that allow them to fully understand than covering wide receivers? Yeah, well, now he can understand what receivers are thinking because he's been a receiver. So he can see different types of splits that they are. Uh, that'll make him understand what's about to happen because he's been put in that position. Uh, you know, so that has a little bit of things happening because he can understand what they're about to do by playing the position in high school and understanding the position. And also understanding formation because, you know, that in certain formation receivers going to work run certain routes and he knows that being in those frame and being in those formations being a, being a receiver he knew the routes he was going to get hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs i don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Speaking of understanding football formations, when it comes to the cornerback position, it's not just necessarily covering the wide receiver, but also they're asked to assist in terms of stopping the run. How much did you ask him to take on a role like that at LSU, and where do you see perhaps his biggest growth in that department? Well, yeah, we, we made sure, like, every corner that, you know, maybe the off coach, you know, said we, we want to understand how to play both the run and the pass, um, uh, understand how to fit in the run, understanding, you know, he'll understand what's, you know, the defensive fronts, you know, understand that. You know, he'll understand what's a three technique, what's a five technique, what's a six technique, and he'll understand where his gap's at because now it's because sometimes, you know, when they zone, the gaps move. So now, you know, the gaps move. So he, he'll have a little bit of understanding of that. In terms of the dynamics within a defense, we always talk about when you have good cover guys, it helps the pass rush get home. And when you have great pass rush guys, obviously it makes the job of the cornerbacks easier. And I think for people that didn't necessarily follow LSU very closely last season, coaches, you can attest to, you dealt with a lot of injuries on the back end. And I'm sure you had to move a lot of guys around as a result, including obviously Cordell Flott. How much did the adversity that he faced last season you think really show a great deal of growth in his play? Yeah, it was something that, he, you know, a lot, a lot of times, it's, you know, you, you only learn through adversity. And um, I think some, some of those things that happened to us, some things we couldn't control, um, 
but that helped him in the was going to help him in the long run to become a better understanding of the game because he had to do multiple things. You know, so he had to understand the multiplicity of the defense, and that made him, like I said, it made him a better, make him a better player in the long run. And I think that's when he'll be able to adapt to the NFL and understand how to be a pro. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. And I think that's what he's going to going to bring to the table, understand how to be a pro, understand that doing all the things in offseason, studying, watching film, doing all those little things. That's going to, you know, going to set him apart. Well, on a related note to that, and you obviously understand the ins and outs of the transition from college to the pros, from an off-the-field standpoint, what was his interaction like with teammates in and out of the locker room, and how much do you think, as you saw his progression, he developed more of a voice and more of a leadership role within the team? Yeah, he had to become, because we had some guys get hurt that were the leaders, and then all of a sudden he he had to become a leader where he would, he would be on guys if they weren't practicing right, or he will hold his own self accountable if he didn't practice right. So that was one of the things, that, that that's when I saw the maturity in him, where he would get on guys and be like, man, come on, let's go, let's get better. Uh, all the time, y'all got to hold me accountable, you know. So he started doing those things, and, I, and you saw the progression from there. We're talking with former LSU cornerbacks coach Corey Raymond, who also played for the New York Giants. He coached Giants third-round pick Cordell Flott at LSU for the three seasons that he was there. And in addition to your connection coach, coincidentally to Flott, another one of your former players just joined the Giants as they signed Darren Evans as an undrafted rookie who also got a lot of an opportunity in 2021 due to the injuries. What jumped out to you about Evans considering he didn't initially start at LSU? He was a grad transfer from Nichols State. You know, well, his length and his speed. You know, he, he has. You know, he's a taller guy, but he has length and speed. And um, you know, I think that was the best thing for him to do was come to us. So now he understood how to, you know, get into some different big games. And now his transition is going to be a little easier for him. Um, I mean, he played well for us the time he played in the game. Um, and he worked hard in the off season. Um, I think the sky's the limit for him. Now, you yourself joined the Giants as an undrafted player in 1992. So if anybody can relate to the challenges, and you're a success story because you made the team and you played for them for three seasons, what's your best advice to a guy like Darren Evans who understands when you're not drafted, clearly you have a lot of people in front of you on the depth chart, and it's a little bit more challenging to ultimately make the 53-man roster? Well, the thing is, it's studying. You know, studying your playbook so whenever you're out there, you, you know what to do. That's the big thing, going there and practice hard. Um, and, you know, take the coaching, you know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. And uh, practicing hard, I mean, and, you know, sometimes you have a fire, on, you know, a fire on you because sometimes guys get drafted there are not better than you. So, and that's the thing. He, I think he'll have that fire. He's seen guys go in other places go that were better than him. So that's just his motivation. Now, speaking of motivation, I want to go back to Flot because – Maybe unlike Evans, who has a little bit more competition, Flott could very well walk into a situation, Coach, as the Giants just recently parted ways with James Bradbury, one of their veteran corners. They're starting spots up for grabs immediately in 2022. How much do you think Flott is ready to immediately grasp a role like that, whether it be on the inside or the outside, based on his experience at LSU? Well, I think he'll be able to do it because of just being in that, you know, Coming from you know the conference we played in, um, it made made him a little you know he had the heart because you you know you had to go against some guys that some you, you went against NFL guys in practice every day, but plus every week you met you're gonna you know it, it might not be a first rounder, but it's a draftable guy you play every week, and I think he's he's been in a fire 
and I think that's that's what's going to help him. So the speed of the game, you know, it's, it's, that's what he'll be able to adjust to the speed of the game. So it, it it'll get him, you know, probably get him going faster, you know. But his thing is just staying healthy. Speaking of being thrown into the fire and understanding the speed of the game, when he spoke to the New York media right after he was drafted, he was introduced with fellow SEC player, Kentucky wideout Wondell Robinson, who the Giants took in the second round. And Flat had mentioned that that was probably the toughest wide receiver that he went up against this past season because of how shifty and quick he is. You as a coach, you were preparing them to deal with Wandell Robinson. I'm curious, what was it like scouting Wandell Robinson and going up against him and knowing what he could potentially bring to the Giants? Yes, I mean, he brings a lot to the Giants. They did a good job with him, you know, moving him around, not being just an outside guy. We got to be an ex. He's a move guy, and that's and that's where he can make his space. Space is his, his biggest threat to people because it's quickness and, and his ability to break tackles and his ability to run by people. I mean, he, he I thought he was a really good player. I like with the way they used him. They used him in the, in the right way, and that's why he was able to do the things that he did. Giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2022 season. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, and more. You can lock in your seats starting at just 100 bucks. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Interestingly, you also coached against Florida wide receiver Kadarius Toney, who was drafted by the Giants a year ago. And I think a lot of people look at perhaps some similarities between Toney and Robinson because of their stature and their ability once you get them out in open space, how they could do a lot of damage after the catch. When you are a cornerback and you have to deal with two wide receivers like that, and we've seen more and more of that across the NFL, why is that such a challenge or a headache from a defensive perspective? Because those guys are very, very elusive in space, in space and they're very, you know, and people don't kind of don't document it that they're very strong too. So I'm saying it's not that they're just, um, you know, smaller guys, but they can they can get off the block, they, they can block, and also they can they can break tackles. Because they're being so strong, so now you're getting a guy that's in space that's just not. He's also a strong guy, so you can't just grab him. You got to be able to make the tackle. But now you got to get in position to make the tackle with him. But them being so quick and fast, you might not get in that position. So you can't own tackle a guy like that because he'll run through your own tackle. So he brings. They bring both of them bring a little, little something different, you know, in space where they can elude a elude uh, a linebacker, but also, you know. A, a defensive back that's covering them at the same time. And that guy got to be better, got to be strong too to be able to handle because they are very strong, strong guys. They have strong hands. They play big, you know, for their size. So to piggyback off of your point, Coach, what you're saying is, my interpretation is that when you have two guys like that, whether they're on the field simultaneously or separately, you're really testing the defense to stress its fundamentals in terms of being in position as well as tackling. How fair of a synopsis is that? Yes, 
very much. Tackles in space. Space is everything for those guys. They, they, that's why they can do it. That's why they're good slot guys, getting them in space, getting the ball to them, and, and that's where they can make things happen in space because they can, they can make you miss a tackle on the score because if that one guy misses a tackle, the pursuit might not get there. They got the speed enough to take it, take it to the house because one tackle miss, that's a touchdown. 100%. We certainly have seen that well documented with what Robinson and Tony have done at the collegiate level. The Giants are certainly hoping to tap into that now on the NFL level. Speaking of the NFL level, I want to move to your connections to the New York Giants because it's not every day we speak to a coach that has a connection to a draft pick and also has been within the organization. First of all, Coach, the fact that you actually know this organization very well, how much interaction have you had with Flan and Evans since they joined the Giants to maybe give them an indication of what they're walking into? Well, I just told him being in New York is it's it's uh, you know it's a challenging thing being in New York. You got to be ready to go. You got to be tough minded to be in New York. And that was one of my things I talked to him. And I and I was really um, to get back down to the football. I was going to wait another time. I, I told him that before they left, before they both got ready for camp to go in and, and you know put your head down and, and work like you, you you never worked before. But I was waiting to call, talk to him a couple of days after the camp to see how it went for him, you know, because at the end of the day, I still want him coaching all my guys, even if I'm watching on TV, they're doing something that, that I that I haven't taught them on, you know, I will say something about it. If they're doing something I know that they've been coached to do and they're not doing it, I'm going to talk, talk to them about it at all times. Sure. Well, I mean, you're basically still an extension of the coaching staff, essentially, because you helped implement those fundamentals when they were in college. And speaking of making the transition, I think that really relates to your circumstances, because while the Giants, you could argue, Coach, are a much younger team right now, when you came in 1992, you walked into a defense. My goodness, Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks, Leonard Marshall, Pepper Johnson. I mean, it really was the who's who of defensive pass rushers. What was it like for you to be associated with so many veteran guys that you could lean on as you just made the team as an undrafted rookie? Well, it, it was the, the best thing is none of them spoke to me until I made the team. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go hang out when the guys went hang out. I, I just, you know, had my, you know, was in the playbook, trying to learn the plays, trying to, you know, having that chip on the shoulder. But like, you know, it was just, you know, it, even through the times now for me being a coach, you know, that those lessons I learned from all those guys, those have helped me become a better, better coach. Also having Everson Walls there, all those guys there, that those things have helped me become a better coach. You know, mixing a little bit of the old school things I learned with the new school things that's going on. So I was able to marry all that together, and those things have helped me. You know, and the crazy thing is, like sometimes guys say, "Yeah," I tell them, "Yeah, I play with LT." Like you play with LT, I play with Pepper Johnson. They like they'd be like, "You that old?" <laughs> <laughs> so. Coach, what you're saying is, see, Carl Banks is part of our broadcast team, so I should remind him, I guess, that he's even older than you the next time I see him, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying I but he can probably keeps himself in good shape. Sure. There's no doubt about that. That is well documented. But I think I'm going to scold him for maybe not talking to you enough when you arrived as a rookie. How about that? Hey, that's it, man. But, like, most of the time, that's what the veterans did. They wanted to see what the rookie's going to do, what guy was going to be, you know, Want to learn his, learn his playbook, but take everything serious. Want to learn how to be a professional, not the guy that was going to kick it and hang out. Want to hang out with the veterans. Now, nah, because the veterans already made it, you, you in there to get a job. 
No, it's a good lesson, and obviously it relates to now what Cordell Flan and Darren Evans are facing in terms of them, like you said, to keep their head down, go to work, and try to establish themselves as they look to make the roster. Just real quickly before I let you go, Coach, and certainly appreciate the time, the upside of both of these players in terms of what you think their ceiling could be given the fact that they're just scratching the surface of their NFL careers. Yeah, they, they, they both have a high ceiling because of what Vince speed. You know what I'm saying? You can't go at a corner. Lens and speed, that's what everybody wants. That was the development part. And, you know, and I think the Giants, go with, with Coach Henderson, they're going to do a good job. I think he's a really good coach. Uh, I think they got the right coach with him that's going to keep making them better. Um, and now they just got to take from the weight room to learn how to be a pro, all those things. And I think the, the ceiling is high for both of those guys. If, if they take the you know, the process of being, being the New York Giants, understanding you know the work that they got to, be, to put in. He is Corey Raymond, who coached Cordell Flan and Darren Evans at LSU when he served as their positional coach. He is now the assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach at Florida. Coach, can't thank you enough. Greatly appreciate the time and the insight. Looking forward to seeing how those two players fit into the Giants scheme. And best of luck at Florida moving forward. Greatly appreciate the time. Uh, thank you very much, man. Glad to have you. My pleasure. This was the latest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast, which you can catch on Giants.com, the mobile app, and your favorite podcast platforms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.